Shut up and sit down. Hello, everybody. I want to welcome you to a beautiful, wonderful, exotic, something spectacular episode of Third Shift. It's episode 266. I am one of the hosts. Not all of the hosts, but one of the hosts. Today, of course, hey, can you guess who's here? Could it be the mysterious one? The vagabond, the layabout, the exotic one, the inglorious bastard himself, Mr. Matt? I bet it is. I bet it is. He's here. I'm sure he's here. And he's going to tell you about his week because you all know the rigmarole. That's what we do. That's how we roll. And we're doing it like we always do. That's right. Because I am here. I am the vagabond, the layabout, the inglorious bastard. I'm going to tell you, it was a fantastic week. I'm going to start off with the outside of the video game stuff, as per usual. Just yesterday, last night, went and saw Dear Evan Hansen. Now, this is funny. Because I've had tickets to the actual stage musical of Dear Evan Hansen for like two years. Because it was supposed to come in like spring of 2020. Obviously that didn't happen. It got delayed to like August of 2020. Obviously that didn't happen. Now it's delayed to either the end of this year or early next year. While I'm sitting around waiting to actually go to the show, look, a movie version came out. So I went and saw that. It was fantastic. I love musicals. It felt good to see a musical because I haven't seen one in two years now and you know it wasn't a stage musical where you can see the actors and stuff but you know up on the movie up on the big screen with literally no one else in theater fantastic wonderful love the story love the show it's funny though because there was i mean there's a lot of really dark and heavy themes all throughout it so it's kind of a sad movie but there's one musical number in there that is so silly and like joyous and fun and there's a big dance number too i was just sitting there grinning like a schoolboy like man this is this is what i want to see this this is what i needed after two years of nothing and everything's sad and everything's awful and everybody hates each other and everybody fights i want to see singing and dancing and having a good time and i'm sitting there laughing just feeling like a kid at heart great and all the rest of the movie was sad but i was like this that that made my day and then the rest of the movie was really good on the video game front been playing a ton of Lost Judgment. Every night that I do play it, it gets its hooks into me. It's a, well, it's 10 o'clock. I should really go to bed. Just a little bit more. Well, it's 11 o'clock. I should really go to bed. I mean, I just dial into work because I'm still working home this week. I, I can stay up till midnight. I could do it. And then you get that bleary eye, 5 a.m. because you woke up earlier than your alarm because you always do. Uh-huh. Oh, man, that was a bad idea. And then do it again the next night. That game's a ton of fun. I'm loving it. I was getting so embroiled in the side stories and the sub stories. And I complained on the What You Play in Third Shift about hitting all these blockers for the school stories and not getting them. I just busted through all the blocks. I think I had to level up one of my stats once more and it went, boop, that's open, that's open, that's open, that's open, that's open. Here you go. And I went in the boxing mini game and I went, yes, I'm beating people up. I'm having a great time. It's fun and it's fantastic. Love Lost Judgment. Also, it was last night too. I was sitting around. And a couple of days ago, I got that itch because I, I have a note on my phone in my like Apple Notes for PS Vita games to download that I logged up. I made a big old list when the Vita store was supposed to go offline like last year. Obviously, they extended it, but for some reason, I was sitting there and I looked at that note and I went, I need to download some of these games because something, something bad's going to happen sooner rather than later. 
downloaded a whole bunch of them, sat there, you know, organized them into folders. I went, yeah, cool. And I kept staring at this Vita in my hand. And I went, God, I love this thing. This thing is so good. I'm going to play something on it. I'm going to play Persona 4 Golden. And I'm going to get a little bit closer to the end. And I was right at the end where I had saved before. Mm-hmm, and I went, mm-hmm. oh, okay, well, I've, I've heard that the secret bosses are really tough and it's a real tough dungeon. So here I go. Boop, boop. Oh, I just beat the game. Oh, 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 there's the ending events. Oh, look, there's the credits. Hey, I did it. Mm-hmm. So it's been sitting around for like two years when all I needed was like an hour and a half of effort maybe. But it's done. I beat it. It was a great, fantastic time. And I got my Valentine's Day scene with my favorite girl. I was afraid because I got one text that morning from the other girl. And I went, but I, I just saved the other one. So I got to go with that one. And she, and she didn't show up. And she didn't show up. And she didn't show up. And then end of the day, she showed up. And I went, this is great. It was meant to be. It was fantastic. And just a fantastic game. And I had that feeling, though. You know, the ending was coming. You get on the train. Your friends are chasing you. I was like, man, just like you said, I kind of want to play this again. Mm-hmm. I want to hang out with all my friends again. Because I feel like, and we've said this before off air, I feel like Persona 4 does the, the friendships a little bit better than 5 because it feels like real people, real students, like real times that you had back in the day. Mm-hmm. And I went, man, that's so good. I should start it over again. But I have so many other games, like the one that I started just today, I started Tearaway. It's a game I've had for the Vita forever. Basically, there's a little papercraft world, and you yourself are part of it because a sun opens up in this papercraft world, and it looks through into our world, and it sees you via the camera on the, on the Vita. And you interact with this world in such cool ways, so many touch-based ways. Like, you have a little character going around, but at certain points you can, like, poke your fingers up through the paper via the back sensor. Or you can like drum on the back sensor and it boom, 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 gets these drumming pads. Oh, fantastic game. I'm doing a terrible job of talking about it. But you interact with the world in such cool ways via all the touch technology on the Vita. It's fantastic. And it's cute and beautiful and charming. I love it. I've been loving it. I played it for an hour or two today, just finally getting into it. I went, man, this is something special. I love this. And speaking of special things that I love, as we got off the podcast last week, you and I were talking, our usual post-show talk, about how many games are coming out, and you said Metroid Dread, and I said something else, and you said something else, and then I said Inscription's demo is live right now, and it comes out on the 19th. So as soon as the podcast was done editing, I went on Steam, downloaded that demo, played it for like an hour and a half. Oh, that game is fantastic. It's beautiful, it's wonderful, it's creepy. It's so much fun, like putting your cards together and getting your strategy together and having it all blow up in your face. And then what happens when you lose? And then the next round starts and the thing that happened when you lost comes back to you. Oh, and then you start finding out secrets or figuring out things in the room, but you don't know how much stuff in that room you can touch because the dude is sitting there looking at you with his creepy eyes and it's so creepy and it's unnerving. It's great. Oh, I can't wait for that game to come out. Anybody who hasn't played the demo needs to play that demo because it's weird and it's creepy and it's freaky and it's wonderful and it's great and I love it. Oh my God. I'm still so aggravated because we did that and I was like, I got to play this demo. And I was like, where's it at? Oh, it's on Steam. Well, I can't play on the PC downstairs because the PC downstairs doesn't have graphics card that needs to play it. I got to play on the laptop. 
Okay, go upstairs. All right, yeah, Eric, yeah, 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 go download it. What's your Steam uh, username and password? I don't know. I have no. I have no idea. Yeah. Okay. Try a couple things. None of them worked. I I don't have a clue. Send me an email. Doesn't send an email. Okay. Gotta go to bed. Okay. Quarter end starts. Gone. Here we are. Quarter ends, you know, now finally over and here I am. But I never, never, ever figured out what the username or password for Steam is. So I was never able to get the demo. And it frustrates me because I so wanted to play the demo. I want to play it so bad. And I was always in that same boat whenever anything cool would happen on Steam or Epic or anything because I can never remember my password for those because I use them so rarely. Mm -hmm. So I changed it to something that is so related to what it is that I can't forget it, you know, with my usual. But yeah, you got to somehow figure it out. You got to spend that time and get in there because Steam's up on the PC down here. So like it automatically loads. So all I got to do is I got to click over to Steam tonight here mm-hmm. figure out what the username is etc yeah. and based off the username i should be able to get the password mm-hmm. that's typically how my stuff rolls so i gotta figure that out and then hopefully i can go back upstairs get it downloaded and check it out because i want to play it because like you said even before you were talking about it you know when i saw the trailer too i was like oh my god I don't, i'm not a big card game guy but this looks like weird as shit. this looks good especially for halloween time and it's so good because i played it like I said, after I recorded the podcast, so it's pitch blackout. There's a window right here, completely black. I have one light on. I have my earphones in. And it's that weird, creepy time where the neighbors are like booming and banging around. But it's so like sporadic and weird that it's like, boom, Oh, is that somebody coming in the living room door? Let me get up. Oh, no, I guess it was just them. Headphones back in. Is that in the game? Because the game's already creepy. Is that in my house? Oh, boy. And then weird stuff's going on. It was beautiful. It was magical. And it was a good week. I'm hoping the week closes out really good, too. And then I'm going to throw it to my buddy Eric and say, Eric, how was your week? Was it a great week like mine was? I know it was. <laughs> no, it wasn't. You're lying. It wasn't a great week, folks. This is our quarter in week. Matt, f- he got himself out of quarter in this year. Or this quarter, <laughs> not this year. Because there will be many more. But he got himself out of this one. I did not. I was not fortunate. I've been working many hours, many days. Uh, it's you know, as I always joke when quarter comes, I did eight Mondays, and uh, so not great. You know, pretty busy, not doing much, and this will reflect in what I did this week. I did play some Tales of Arise this week, because of course I'm gonna. It's a great game, wonderful. Can't wait. Uh, to finish it, which I already talked about, <laughs> I'm just like, okay, this game needs to. We need to. We need to finish this game. It's at the end times now, but we're not at the end times. We're still trucking through it. When I get into it, I'm happy. When I'm like rolling, you know what I mean. When I'm just actually cruising, I feel good. But it's to that point now where I when I go, what do I want to do tonight? It isn't at the top anymore. So I need to get in there and finish it before it gets to be three or four or five, and then all of a sudden, it's never getting done. I'm not going to talk about it at length, because I'll wait, because I'm going to finish this one. So I'll just talk about it in general when I do that. But it is a good time. Diablo 2 Resurrected. I'm supposed to be playing this with uh, my brother, with uh, friends, etc. I haven't played a single time with anybody. I've played it a bit by myself. I'm still like super early on. I think I'm like level 12 or 13. 
So I haven't done much of anything, but I've just kind of meandered around a little bit, getting some of the checkpoints, the waypoints as they call them. So that way when I do eventually play with folks, you know, I can at least get to where we need to be quicker and they can help me out. Because that's what's going to happen. Uh, they've told me they've already gotten like to Act 3 or 4 or whatever. And I'm just way back here in Act 1 still. So you're going to Destiny 2 it all over again. Yeah. Hey guys, I really want to play with you. But I, you got to you got you got you to come back here. Come get me. Come back here and run me through. Uh, come help me. Yeah. Come run me through these acts. Let's roll. Let's go. It's just the way it rolled. You know, we're all old folks and we don't want to play multiple characters, you know. And so I said, don't, don't wait up. You know, if you're in the mood to play, play and have some fun. And whoever's behind, we'll just go back and help out whenever we get there. If for this particular game, Matt, it's not that big of a deal to me. I played probably seven to 8,000 hours worth of Diablo 2 back when it was fresh and hot. So I've seen everything this game can offer. I know everything this game has. I, I, I There's no secrets left in this game. I was one of those yahoos, those nerds back in the day, trading all those awesome runes, trading all those awesome sets to all the nooblets and idiots out there who didn't have the time, like me now, to farm and, and go after all that stuff. So I, I've been on the other side of it. I'm all right. I'm okay with them carrying me. I will just say the game, as I said before, does look great. It, it makes it look like your rose-tinted glasses tell you it does. So I feel like I'm just stepping right back into it after all these years. It's a weird feeling. It's a good feeling. Hope to play more. Like I said, quarter in came though, and anything to do with anybody and playing with people and doing anything is, it's out the window. So this coming week, we'll hopefully get back into it, which leads me to the last thing I did besides miserableness this week, which was Midnight Mass. This is what, of course, as all quarterns do, and even sometimes regular times. Hey, should, I should play a game. Nah, that's that's work. I gotta think. I gotta push buttons. You know how difficult that is. I don't want to do that. I could just stare at the screen and do nothing. That's a good idea. Let's do that. Let's do that instead. And I said it's October. It's spooky times. This is Halloween. Netflix has their new series, which they put out every year around spooky times. Boom! Midnight Mass. So I've binged that all week long. I've I've watched that more than I've probably played any game this week, etc. But that's fine, because good, oh golly, that was such a good show. Such a good show. I'd recommend it to anybody and everybody. The way it plays out, the things that happen, how it plays with the Bible, how it plays with angels, demons, etc. Small towns, uh, alcohol abuse, all sorts of issues. You know, they, they put it all into there, and it gets dealt with. A lot of fun. Acting was fantastic. The baddie, so to say, beautiful, wonderful, looks great. Just the story in general. I recommend this. If you've got Netflix, go check this series out because Midnight Mass was a lot of fun. I have also liked the previous two installments, the House, the Haunting of Bly House or whatever it was and whatnot. Those were also great. And it brings back a lot of those same actors into this one. It's not quite like American Horror Story where every single actor is the same, but quite a few of them are coming back time and time again making up just some really cool crazy characters so that's what i did this week that's how i survived to get to this point matt <sighs> here we are now two things i gotta say i've heard nothing but good stuff about the netflix horror stuff and it's always one of those things where yeah i should watch that like the haunting of blind manor when that came out i heard so much good stuff about it I went that's got to go on my list and i didn't make a list 
and I never watched it. And I'll never watch this either. But it's one of those things that, man, Eric really likes it. Everybody says it's good. I should check this out. Probably not gonna. But I am in the same boat as you in that some nights gaming is just too much sometimes. So I've been watching the G1. I say it every year when I watch the G1. <laughs> New Japan Pro Wrestling. Oh, my God. The greatest spectacle on earth. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. Hard-hitting. High-flying. Comedy matches. Oh, everything. It's everything. It's a mix of everything. And it's wonderful. And pro wrestling is great. And I love it. So there we go. That's that's my additional thing for this week. Except for my release this week. Except it's a release from last week. Because this came out on the 28th of September for PC and Nintendo Switch developed by Zenovia Interactive, published by Tribute Games. I'm going to tell you about Steel Assault. And I'm not going to say too much about it because I say this and I don't mean it in a bad way. There's not a whole lot to this game. It's kind of an arcade action, run and gun type game. Think of something like Contra, maybe Bionic Commando, maybe a little bit of Metal Slug. Your soldier fighting robots in the future, essentially. Side-scrolling, platform a little bit up and down. It looks like the best... Sega Genesis or Super Nintendo game, or the also the best Game Boy Advance side-scrolling 2D, chunky pixels, big bumping music type of game that you've ever seen. What do I say every single release? You got to see this game in action. You got to watch it. You got to listen to it because it's that throwback to that run-and-gun arcade action style. You're playing as a soldier. You got kind of a lightning whip, and then you have a kind of a grappling hook but it's more like a grapple line because it shoots out in two directions from you. And you can shoot it in eight directions. So if you're like crossing a pit and you try and double jump but it's too far, you can fing, put that grapple line out to both sides, hook onto the walls, and then double jump off of that. Or if you're climbing up like a big vertical shaft, you can double jump, shing, out you go, double up, ching. Or if you miss a platform, you can diagonal shing and then shimmy, shimmy, shimmy along the little line there. I'm doing a bad job of talking about it. But if you see it in action, you'll 100% get it. And if you see that first boss in action, you're riding on a train and the big flying robot comes down, rips the top of the train off, and then you're fighting it. It does a move where it electrifies the rest of the train all around you. So you jump up and then that grapple line goes across and then you're dodging its projectiles as you go. If you miss those old days of Contra, Bionic Commando, Metal Slug, and you want some arcade action in your life with some really awesome retro graphics and some really good music to go along with it fighting big bosses you're fighting mini bosses you're doing all kinds of fun stuff it's not a super deep game but if you want to there's all kinds of difficulty modes there's an arcade mode where as soon as you die you go all the way back to the start of the stage if you want some difficult action or some easy action if you put it on easy mode and you want that arcade feel again check out steel assault it's a great time it looks great sounds great it plays great Check it out. Gosh, you talk about play great, sounds great, all that listed above. Man, that leads right into Metroid Dread, man. Leads right into it, okay? Everybody's been waiting 100 years for this title. Never came out. Disappeared. Was supposed to be for the old handheld system. But due to, you know, problems, issues, whatever the hell, I don't know. It never came out. And then out of the blue, they announced it again. Coming out on the Switch. And I went, oh my god, man. It's finally come. Metroid's back. Woo! Goodness. And of course they did the Samus Returns thing, which was the remake of uh, Metroid 2. That was done by, of course, who did this one, which was uh, Mercury Steam. And since they did such a good job on that one, they were then given the ability, the you know whatever, the rights to make this one. And I haven't played it yet. But I'm going to. But I've already watched some gameplay, of course, checked out reviews, checked out everything. It's out right now as you're listening 
probably, most likely, it is out for the Nintendo Switch. You can grab it up. Of course, it's a published, you know, Nintendo made by Mercury Steam. Man, let me tell you. It takes place, of course, after Metroid Fusion, Samus. She already had to deal with Parasite X, that whole shindig. Her suit got all corrupted. Everything went bad for her. She's already got the blood of uh, the uh, little the Metroids in her. Now she's got this Parasite X thing screwing around. She t- handles business, gets done. Federation goes, hey, listen, we just got a we we call. It's not over yet. You got to go to this new planet on ZDR or whatever the hell it is and take care of business. We sent over some of these crazy robots that we have, these AI robots that are super powerful. They were supposed to handle it, but they didn't. They went dark. Samus, see what's up. Samus goes to this brand new planet. Well, what do you think's going to happen? <laughs> Those robots, Emmys, I think they're called. Yeah, it didn't go well. Now, all of a sudden, they're trying to murder Samus. And on top of that, a lot of other things are going wrong on this brand new planet. You got to fix it because you're the hero. You're Samus. You're the bounty hunter. You're the number one bounty hunter. Now, I got to jump in. What bounties is she hunting? All the time she's a bounty hunter. She's that, not been hired by anybody to do any of this stuff. What are you doing? Boba Fett would not go to this planet. He would not, he would not go. No, not unless you said he gets like a million Zobits, Zoinbits, whatever they call them. But she doesn't get Zoinbits. She's no. getting nothing. She just flies away to sad every time. And that's what kills me is like the Federation keeps calling her. Hey, you need to go do this. Like, <laughs> I don't need to do nothing. I don't need to do anything. Do you want to pay me a bajillion Zoibets to do it? They need to just call her like a super soldier. She can't be a bounty hunter anymore. She's just yeah. a super soldier. She's Captain America. You call him up, hey, we got a problem. All right, I'll go. I'll go fix it. And, and she never gets paid, that's... never gets any rewards. This is Captain America. Thanks, Cap. Oh, okay, you see know, you later. Maybe at the end of this one, maybe that's where they finally do it, Matt. Maybe at the end of this game, when you take care of business, the Federation hands over this gigant briefcase full of Zoibets, and boom, she's paid, she's rocking and rolling, she's in a casino, she's got great-looking men or women or whoever, whoever she's into all around her, she's winning, I don't know. Maybe see, I was just going to say, there needs to be like a like a 16-bit handing over the, the cartoon sack of of money with a big dollar yes. sign on it or, or a z with the two lines through it and then yes you'll see her flying away in her ship sitting in her chair and then just scrooge mcduck room behind her that's all that's all that's left in her full, ship full of zoibets shing 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 <laughs> yes perfect i agree with you because it is weird she's the number one bounty hunter but you're right she never goes and does any bounty hunting she's just uh-huh. told what to do by the federation it doesn't make any sense to me Whatever. Dog Doesn't the bounty matter. hunter would not go Dog. to these planets. <laughs> he would. He actually would. Dog the bounty hunter would take off from Hawaii and he'd go to these planets and he'd dog the bounty hunt all day long. But see, he would do it for ratings, which equals money. She That's doesn't true. get she doesn't get broadcast right. She's got nothing. She just goes in, gains a bunch of stuff, flies away, loses it, and is sad. That's loses it. Loses it. She keeps losing it too. That's the worst part. It's like apparently all these aliens and schmuckatellis out there know that she's got all these badass abilities. And every time she gets to the planet, they go, oh, ha, 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 we found out a way to just rob you of all your abilities and spread them throughout the world. Ha, ha, you'll never get them back and beat me like you did the other four times. It's not going to happen. How cool would it be is if one of these games, you show up, you don't like lose all your missiles, but missiles are your basic shot now. Mm -hmm. You don't have the dinky dink shot. You have missiles. That's what you do. Pew, 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 pew. So, so you got to get additional beams and more powerful things. You got to get super missiles. You got to get ultra missiles. You got to get whatever. But that would at least, it wouldn't be like so much power creep. Like, you know, she's over 9,000 now. But instead of I'm just plink, 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 little shot, at least you, 
Look, missiles are my weakest thing I have now because I'm so cool. Foom, 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 foom. Now, it's funny you mention that because this time around, once again, it's not a spoiler, folks. She does lose her stuff. It tells you why, and it's all built into the story as to why this ends up happening. But even when you do, there's still the ability to do all your basics. You got the slides. You got the counters. You got the dashes. You know, you got all these cool things. And then, from what I hear, because once again, I haven't played it yet, mind you, the cutscenes always show her really doing really cool stuff. You know, she's doing backflips, dodging out of enemies' ways. So even without her abilities, she looks and acts like a badass bounty hunter. No, no. So it kind of at least goes, no, 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 guys. Even though we stole everything from her, she's still awesome. She acts like a badass. What? Super soldier, Eric. She doesn't act like a bounty hunter because she, right, she, right. she'd shoot stuff and then she'd take a picture and she'd put it over her shoulder. S- like, selfies. that's 14 million Zoid bits in the bank right there. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I will at least give you that because instead of there being no cutscenes and all you do is just run back and forth, uh-huh. now she can be really badass even without all of her cool stuff. So I'll give you, I'll give you points on that one. Yeah, they've got a lot of cool stuff here. Like I said, the Emmys are chasing you down. And mind you, if you don't know, it's a, like I already was joking earlier, it's a Metroidvania, it's 2.5D. You're you're going back and forth in this cool overworld, trying to find these abilities, all of your stuff again, so you can become better, bigger, better ass, get through doors and things you couldn't get, for, get through before to find the bosses that give you more things that you need to then beat the game. It's... You guys all know what this game is. If you don't know what Metroid is, you should probably go jump off a bridge tomorrow morning first thing. Promise you. It's going to be okay. You're going to love it. With that being said, this one looks gorgeous. I am just so stoked to play this game. Seeing Samus again in the old school 2D side-scrolling world with just the way this looks, I'm like, there's no way I'm playing this on the little old Nintendo Switch screen handheld no way at all no way i'm putting up on the 4k screen all the bells and whistles i can get added to this thing which i know it ain't gonna go up to 4k i'm not stupid but it will be at least the best it can be and that's where i want to play it at that's how i want to play this metroid because it's gorgeous the visuals everything about it the boss fights from what i hear are fantastic oh i'm stoked matt you know everyone's got my hype levels like up to 10 right now for playing this game and I don't even have it yet. And I've still got, like we always talk about and complain about, i got like five other games I still have to finish. And I promised myself, I'm like, I was like, no, not get this one until I finish this backlog up. Then I'll buy Metroid and get through it. And everyone goes, ha, 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 that means you're never going to play it. And I'm like, no, no, God, no. Now, I'm glad you said that, though, because I put myself in that same boat. I watched a review and I went, that looks fantastic. Every trailer we see, every reveal we see, I say, that looks amazing. I have to play it, but I can't. Play it now. So I'm glad you haven't yet bowed under the pressure to get it for yourself. Because if you do it, then I have to do it. Mm -hmm. So we can play it and we can talk about it. So I'm glad you're in the same boat that I am for now. For now. And neither one of us has slipped. Yeah, there we go. I appreciate you, Eric. I'm glad that you did that. Thank you. I got a little bit of self-restraint. I don't know how long it'll last, but it's going to last at least for a little bit. Especially, at least for Tales of Rise, for sure. Because... I'm too close. I'm way too far in that game. It's getting finished. And then, honestly, I'm at the very end of that one Scarlet... What's that game? Scarlet Nexus game? I don't even know what that game is. <laughs> it sounds like that fabled 13 Sentinels game you keep talking about. I have like 59, 60 hours in that game, so I got to be at the end of that one. I got to finish that and this one. And then guess what? Persona Strikers. I mean, I'm, I'm like at the fourth dungeon now, so there can't be that many more. It's got to be getting there somewhere. 
I'm going to do it, Eric. I'm going to do it. What I'm going to do is I'm going to finish up Tearaway on my Vita because that's like a five-hour game. It'll be fun. I'll have some fun time with it. I'll start playing Lost Judgment to get to the end, and I'll say, after Lost Judgment, I'll get into Metroid Dread. I'll buy it, and I'll play it. And then I'll start like Final Fantasy Tactics or Tactics Ogre or some oh other ridiculous gosh, damn yes. game on my Vita. And I'll uh-huh. go, well, I can't get something else now. I got to play this. I got to play this on this tiny screen and ruin my eyeballs up. It's going to be great. And then I'll never get around to playing it. That's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to put more just stuff like, in the backlog and then never play any games ever again. That's what I'm going to do. It's like Persona 3 Portable. Getting that. That's got to get added in there somewhere, doesn't it? I have it right now. It's downloaded. I thought about starting it last night. <laughs> I thought about it. And I went, how many? How long to punch. beat? 68 hours. Nope. Can't do that. Can't do it until I beat this. And then I go, screw it. Who cares? I'm just going to do it. It's going to get done somehow, some way. And of course, we should be streaming all this, Matt. Because, you know, what Twitch do? What Twitch just do? Twitch just got hacked. And it leaked out. And, you know, we've known this, Matt. We've known it for years. You know, some of the streamers have never kept hidden, like, the mounts. But I don't know. It does hit different when you see a spreadsheet of all the, you know, the top 100 streamers. And it goes beyond that, but whatever. The top 100 and what they make. Mm-hmm. And I go, holy cow. And it, and you know what? I'm on this side. Let me just say this before you start getting anybody gets crazy. I'm, I'm glad. It's cool if they make that. You know what I mean? I it is not easy. Me and Matt have told you guys a million times. That stuff is you got to be good at what you do. You got to be creative. You got to find a way to make people entertain. My only qualm, and I know you want to jump in, Matt, but I gotta say this: my only issue is it's just frustrating the aspect of all these big timers. They're rich as all get out, and they get richer like all the actual political rich people do, and all the movies. How rich people always stay rich is because they don't have to spend their money because everyone gives them everything because they want their attention and they want their time. So they get everything for free. They spend none of their money. So they just accrue more money and they get everything. And it's just like, God, that part is what gets me. I'm like, God, this dude makes $5.7 million and he gets crates of Monster Energy sent to him. He gets every video game he ever wants for free. He gets all of his Elgato equipment for free. He gets all of his Corsair equipment for free. He gets all of his chairs, all of his tables, all of his stuff. Everything he has or she has is completely and utterly free. And all they got to do is, oh, look at this cool Corsair chair. And then they keep going on with whatever they're doing. And all that five point whatever million it is, they ain't got to spend a dime. Not a single dime of it on anything except for beer or whatever the hell they want to spend it on and i'm like damn it i'm just jealous it makes me sad i'm like god dang it now there's a lot there's a lot to unpack here i think first and foremost (laughs) first and foremost i should say uh it's it's bad that twitch got hacked and all this stuff got leaked. no it is bad because people's personal stuff is their own personal stuff and plus what you make is your own personal business too you know i mean that shouldn't be out there even we don't really talk about money together or anything like that so that sucks uh secondly what you did say streaming is really hard i mean and to do it all the time as a full-time job for Mm -hmm. these people and attract an audience and keep an audience and be entertaining every single day they deserve to be rich it's fine they deserve props is what i was gonna say (laughs) no they deserve to be rich they deserve to be rich i mean it's it's, you gotta hustle to get there i ain't i don't want to take that away you do, but like you said, I, I feel 100% the same way as you because every time a game that I love gets released, there's a collector's thing, there's a specialty pack, there's a there's an influencer pack that goes out, and RGG Studios, who does Yakuza, who does Lost Judgment, 
they retweet it when people say, hey, got my cool box of all the stuff. And I look and I go, who is this person? It's some Twitch person. They're probably not even in the top 100, but they get the stuff. And then I go on their Twitter account and I told you this off air. I went to one and the guy went, hey, thanks, RGG Studios for this cool thing. And then, but five tweets earlier, it went, yeah, Lost Judgment is really killing my view counts and nobody really enjoys it. Perfect. But they still got this big thing for free. And like you said, they don't have to spend money. They're just going to get, they're just going to get it and every single other release for free. And we've seen other people who will actively trash a game. This game really sucks. And then they got the collector's edition ultra influencer pack with Mm -hmm. a whiskey bottle and this and that in it. Well, what comes to mind, and I won't say names, names, but when Borderlands 3 launched, for example, you know, a game that we cover, covered and covered extensively and talked about and did all sorts of stuff with, uh, this particular streamer got the big package, all this cool, crazy stuff. And mind you, they just got that cool Tiny Tina's Wonderlands package with the box that does all the spinning and then opens up and there's a digital screen that uh, gives you all sorts of updates. That cool thing. They got this, that one too. Now, mind you, going back though, they played Borderlands 3 for about two days, three days maybe, and went, nah, brah, this ain't it. Even after they just got hundreds of dollars worth of free Borderlands loot, this and that, that, that. And then on top of it, okay, maybe they didn't know they weren't going to like it. Okay, cool. Here's the new stuff. They still get the big giant care packages, all the bells and whistles, even though they said, nah, bye-bye. And that's the kind of stuff where I'm like, I wish, I wish the developers, publishers, whatever, would do more homework and say, okay, this particular streamer, is not vibing with our gear. Cut them off or her off or whatever. Just because I don't mind that they're rich because that's the people giving them money. You know what I mean? That's that's the that's the, the Yahoo going and watching the stream, throwing them five bucks. Whatever you did to hustle and get those those Yahoos to give you money, that's awesome. You whatever that's you earned that. You earned that. But what I don't like is when they're just dissing a game or dissing a franchise or something, and you still see that franchise just come suckle up to the nipple, you know, wanting a little something, wanting a little attention that they can give a, a good word to their people to get their game out there. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I don't like that part. I just don't like it. Now, I want to say before we come off sounding like too bitter because we're just fans of things and we don't have a streamer community or anything like that. No. I feel bad for the smaller streamers who are diehard fans of things who don't get anything. Yeah, who struggle and fight. But the people who don't care about the things get all the free things and then just go, hey, neat, I put up a tweet with me opening it, and then never play it, never show it again. It just sits in a box somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's frustrating. I guess I want to I want to end it on a good note of saying that, well, like, I, like yeah. yes, these people are successful and they work hard for it and it's good and all that stuff. But I don't know how to end it on a high note because seeing all the money, all the dollars in the spreadsheet, it makes me so, I don't know, it just it just weirds me out seeing that kind of stuff. I don't know. Yeah, all in all, it, I already knew it, but seeing it did suck. Um, and I just want to stay, for the record, you know, just, they did earn they did earn their money, so leave them alone. Stop being, you know, because it's been a thing where everyone's like questioning, why do they deserve or earn that? The people said they earned it. Yeah. Like, literally, the people have said they earned it. They've given those individuals, those streamers, their money. But what do you want? I mean, they earned it. And that's true because it's not like, well, I mean, some of it is, but it's not like all of these people are, you know, hired by Twitch 
with an exclusive deal where they get money. But literally, if you go into their streams and watch it, it's tip, 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 subscribe, 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 you know what I mean? That's the way it goes. And that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. And that's that's why they get the props, because they do the effort and people value it enough to give them money on top of it. So. And at some point, long ago or whatever, they were just out there hustling, trying to do their best, having to buy all their own games, the same as everybody else. Yeah. Like I said, that none of that was what I was arguing. I was just simply saying I wish publishers and developers, when looking at those big timers, would just be a little more discreet or careful of who they give their stuff to. Because like you said, it is hurtful, to be honest, when someone who just shits on the franchise or whatever gets all that cool stuff and you just haven't for years, like really trying, you know, your best out there. And it's nothing, 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 nothing. And they're just like, <laughs> yeah, it's got this $700 figurine. Pfft, this game sucks, though. And then they go on and do something else. You're like, oh, well, that sucks. <laughs> or here, I'll just say, or if not just you, I mean, we all know a lot of community people who don't get a lot of love, who don't no. get the big stuff, who don't get the big invites. So Shine on the little folks once in a while. That's all I'm saying. I'd rather see more small people get lifted up. Then everybody at the top just keep getting all the good stuff. That's yeah. That's all. I think that's I all guess, we're saying. Yeah, that's exactly. That's what not it is. a bad That is thing. what we're saying. Exactly. Or you can just disregard it because none of it matters anyway, you know. But I thought we'd bring it up. It is a hot topic, you know, this week. So I'll, while it was fresh and while it was part of what we were talking about, I just had to bring it in there. We had to get it out. Yeah, it's okay. And speaking of fresh hot topics, man. Oh my God! What the biggest news in the world broke, and then everybody misinterpreted it, and then the person who was involved in the news apparently got really mad at him, and then they the other people posted a retraction, and then that person deleted his tweets. I'm talking about Gearbox Software because they've had some leadership adjustments. I won't say changes; I'll say adjustments. Because Steve Jones has been promoted to president of Gearbox Software, and everybody on the internet, everybody and their mother, they typed up and they went, they went and they Kotaku article and they went, mm-hmm. Oh my God, Randy Pitchford is stepping down. And Randy Pitchford had to clarify and say, mm-hmm. no. Well, no. I'm the president and CEO of Gearbox Entertainment. Gearbox Software, this wing down here, is now Steve Jones. Gearbox Publishing is still the person who was in charge of that. And then Randy Pitchford is also the president of Gearbox Studios, which I'm Studios. assuming is now the mm-hmm. movie arm. So he's not going anywhere. And the way he said it, it's actually he didn't step down. He stepped up to an even higher mm-hmm. position because now he's at the tip of the umbrella of all these other people. Of the other presidents of the different smaller departments or whatever. Who are the tips of their umbrellas. And then yes. Gearbox is underneath the Embracer umbrella. There's lots of umbrellas in this analogy. So basically, Randy Pitchford stepped up to God Emperor status. He's no longer just the boss. He's God Emperor. So getting him on here for the 300th man is, is becoming an even more <laughs> daunting task. <laughs> I have to get the God Emperor himself onto the show. What's the I was going to say is you, you go even further back though, because the God Emperor would be whoever's the president and CEO of the Embracer Group. That's true. So he's he's moved up from prefect to like regional governor. So mm-hmm. instead of local, that's true because he already sold his soul to Embracer. So if we want to go all the way up the chain, Embracer's got got to be where we end up. That's where the God Emperor is. So. Mm-hmm. But that's the latest, hottest news. I'm sad because I apparently missed the firestorm. I only saw Randy Pitchford's tweet afterwards saying, hey, I appreciate you, Game Informer, for posting a retraction and correcting your article, and I've deleted all my tweets and we're friends again. And I went, man, I missed missed the show. 
Yeah, I I missed it too, but I did see the post of it where everybody had redacted or uh, edited it or whatever. And you know, everyone out there is out to get Randy, so you know it was a, a fun little uh, show, as you say, of people probably trying to roast and be assholes about it and go nuts. And, and I think Mental Mars had a really good point of saying, I don't think people really read what they put out. And then I also feel like they don't really understand what's been happening at Gearbox lately. No, they don't. Because they they transitioned to Gearbox Entertainment a while ago and had these two arms that that you and I knew about, software and publishing. Mm -hmm. And then obviously the studio's third arm has kind of come along and we didn't even really notice it, even though we know they're working on the movie, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think that just went to show that nobody really understood what was happening. And then they just took it and went... Randy's out. Go, go. Yeah. Get get, get to the oh, presses. Cool. Stop the presses. Big big high headliner. Big headliner. This is fun. This one's cool. This is going to get all sorts of traction. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, it was misinterpreted and it wasn't actually accurate. And then, of course, Randy comes out and says, what are you all talking about? You're all crazy. But then everyone's like, well, we don't like Randy anyway. Why'd you do this? And then, of course, the usual. The usual, I said this, if you read the article, why'd you word it this way or that way, blah, 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 blah. Because you didn't understand that Studios is its own thing and we're the Gearbox mm-hmm. Entertainment Company anymore. Because you haven't your paid fault. attention. And I don't know. I, I'm going to sound like a suck up, but people shouldn't just hate Randy. No. He's, he's, he's a passionate dude who likes what he does. Maybe he does weird things here and there. But when you watch him, you can tell how excited he is for the things that he makes. He's that kind of guy. So, yeah. and I'm we, not just saying that just to be a fluff monkey, but I'm just, I'm just saying. Just to know? get him on our 300th episode. I mean, everybody no. loves Randy. We're the people who really love you, Randy. Uh, 300, we love, we love you. Three, we us. love you 300, Randy. Yeah. We love you 300. Three, yeah. yeah, exactly. All day, God Emperor Randy. You know, that's why I've called you that from day one. You know I, I, mean? I don't know where I was going with that prefect thing. I must, I'm, I'm still coming <laughs> yeah. off my sickness. I, I got a fever. Yeah, Matt's got, you know, he had the COVID. <laughs> he's, 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 he's recovering. See, listen. <laughs> See, you don't want to save our lives, Randy, God Emperor, you know, help help with Matt. Start there. That's just with your healing hand. <laughs> but that's not the only news in the Gearbox area. Your favorite thing has happened. Yes, it has. In Tribes of Midgard. Now they have the Valhalloween event. They got reskinned enemies. They got new enemies. They got jack-o'-lanterns and pumpkins all around your base. They got new cosmetics you can earn. All kinds of good stuff. If you're into Halloween and you're into Tribes of Midgard... You need to get in there. You need to be playing it. You need to be farming the stuff that you need to get the cosmetics to have your seasonal stuff to wear your pumpkin head around in December like a doofus, like we always do with Borderlands. We boot up in December. It's time to play Mm-mm. that December thing, and we're both still dressed up in pumpkin heads like like dummies. That could be you now in Tribes of Midgard. Let me tell you, Halloween is my favorite time of the year, and games that put Halloween events in, just mm, chef's kiss, wonderful, beautiful. I do love it. This is the perfect time that uh, we need to be playing some Tribes of Midgard. You know, Matt needs to get his Tribes of Midgard on so we can get in there and actually play it. Heck, heck. Yeah. When, was, when was the last time we had a Borderlands night? When is the next time we're going to have been, a Borderlands? I know. When is the next time we're going to have a Borderlands night? Like, never! This can't, we no, can't play ne- ever. Next week. Next weekend. You know? I'll find an excuse. I'll find an excuse. Don't. I'll have to. Hey, my car broke down. I have to hike all the way down to my Heart, cruise. I gotta, I gotta. It's gonna take me a week. I gotta force gump it, man. You know, hurt feelings. You know, that's what Matt's trying to do. You know, hurt feelings. Just making a lasagna for one. I know. It's just cutting onions. That's all it is. Don't judge me. 
Oh, so yes, I do look forward to it. I will at least check it out, even if Matt doesn't get his Tribes of Midgard in there, so we can actually play together and do what we wanted to do, which was play that game together, have a good time, beat it, and roll down the road. Uh, as I said, it's just hard, single player. It's a little too much for me, so I'm hoping Matt's going to get in there someday with me. But until then, hey, got to roll with what we got to roll with. I do want to bring up something, Matt, though. All right, it's just a mini topic because we're already running late in the show here. And I want this to happen. And I have confidence it might. All right. Sony right now in the UK is testing game trials. All right. Demos, you know what I mean? Demos are awesome. I love demos. I love, I don't love betas that much. Betas kind of annoy me. It's kind of a pain in the butt sometimes. But demos were awesome back in the day. And Nintendo Switch has been doing it right with demos. I appreciate how they do it. And I want everyone to take a, take a pill from them. Or if this succeeds, man, take a pill from Sony. I'm just going to say take a pill from Nintendo because I played the Road 96 demo and then bought it the very next day after I played it. So demos still do work. Yes. Demos still do push units. They still do push sales, as evidenced by me. I've played so many demos. In- Inscription, same thing. I played it, immediately bought it. I played Project Triangle's demo, and I went, oh, yeah, this yeah. one's a for sure buyer. So yeah. boom, they just got another sale. Now, as has been discussed this week, because it's kind of been a topic everywhere else, demos are an issue, though, because demos don't always just take, like, the beginning of a game or whatever. They... They have to be separately made to be this part of a game that the developer and or publisher both want you to see to convince you that the game's awesome. That takes people, that takes time, that takes assets away from finishing the game. Whereas Sony, right now with what they're trying, is a trial. The game's already done, the game's already complete. You know, you, you can go buy it. Or if you're still on the block about it, still wondering... You can check the game out for six hours. You can get the trial, download it, and then right as the download starts, you got from then to six hours to play the game. And like I said, they're doing it right now with two games, Death Stranding's Director's Cut and then Sackboy Big Adventure. So in the UK only, you can go over there, hey, I don't know if I want these games. Ah, Boom, trial, six hours in, it shuts off, and then you make the decision was that worth it? Was it great? Do I want to buy this game or not? I love this idea. I love it. Because in six hours' time, I could for sure tell you whether or not I will like a game or not. And of course, everyone's been like, oh, hey, well, you know, some people don't have great internet and it takes them six hours to download the game so they don't even get to play it. Well, in that case, it's the exact same as not having the game trial. Mm-hmm. So you're square one anyway. Yeah, you're square one regardless. I understand it, but at the same time, it's a moot point because if, well, if you try to download the full game, then you're just out of luck anyway. It would take you three days to do it. Like our buddy old Sean Haggerty always used to talk about. But I agree with you. I like this idea because in general, inside of six hours, I'm going to know whether I'm going to like that game or not. My only two beef bits on this are one, Death Stranding doesn't get really, 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 really good, which it does get really, really, really awesome until pretty damn late in there especially if you're going through and building up your roads and getting your stuff and getting your new abilities and all that stuff. So I feel like that's one that's it's a little iffy on because you can jump in and love it from the start like I did, or you can jump in and go, I don't know, I'm just hauling a box over, and you don't get the good stuff until much later. The second thing I want to talk about is 
you have to only do this with huge games. You can't do this with anything small. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, people will just, hey, Steel Assault. I downloaded it. I played it for an hour and a half, and I deleted it. And I'll never buy it because I beat it because I put it on easy and I just stormed through. So as long as they're judicious with this and only use it for, you know, big things like Last of Us 2. You're not going to see the end of that in six hours. Horizon Forbidden West or, you know, any of these huge games. If Call of Duty didn't have a free mode, you could do Call of Duty or Battlefield. Here's a six-hour trial of that because you're going to get hooked and you're going to want more of that. As long as they're smart with it, which I'm sure they will be, because nobody's going to be dumb enough to do a game trial of a two-hour indie game. You can't put Donut County on there. It, it, It doesn't work. As long as that happens, I like it. And you do have to be careful with that. I, I would say, honestly, if they could figure out how to take uh, the six-hour marker or whatever to go f- instead from the moment you click purchase trial and change it to a two-hour demo from the point of download complete. Mm-hmm. If there was a way to get the algorithm or whatever, you know, you got to do code to do that, that I think is better because you're absolutely right. In fact, it, even with some big games, Matt... Honestly, uh, Resident Evil Village, for example, if I'd have got six full hours of that without buying it, I probably would have just considered that good enough. Yeah, you would have played through until you hit that point and went, Oh, that was cool. Well, I've already played through probably half of that game. Yeah. I'm done. That's good enough. I'll just go watch somebody finish it up, and, and, and then I feel like I'm in it. I you know, I played half the game, and then I watched the ending. So that kind of gets does get iffy, I think. That does kind of get weird. And so if you got really great internet and you download a game, even if it's a big one, you know, and it takes you 30, 40 minutes tops, that game's ready to go. You get five and a half hours of this game. That could be potentially not great for those developers, et cetera. Yeah. It's, it's, just, it's a weird, like slippery slope. Mm-hmm. Cause I personally, I feel like, you know, the demos we've played where it is just like a 30 minute chunk. When you start playing the game, you got 30 minutes and that's it. I feel like that's good enough for me because then I can tell gameplay-wise, systems-wise, graphics, sound, mm-hmm. if I'm going to love it in that amount of space. So even if they do have to trim it down to, you can download it for as long as you want, but you only get 30 minutes, an hour, two hours. I feel like that's a, probably a sweeter spot. Although I did just say with Death Stranding that that's kind of like not not a great yeah. idea. but So some games wouldn't be great for it. You know, some games would be better with a demo. Yeah. Because it's, as we said, with the demos, you can have people jump in where you want them to be to see the best parts of your game. And with Death Stranding, that'd be the perfect thing. You could have just a vertical slice of once you're out and about and there are some structures built and you have access to the car and, and the bike. happening. And there's, yeah, you're, you're about to go on this big mission. So, yeah, I think, I think you'll still always need demos, especially for smaller things, indie things like that. But I feel like it's a good idea as long as they tweak it and they're, they're real careful with where they step on it. I think it could only be good as long as they do it right. And they, they can do this because, um, once again, Resident Evil Village already did it. Once you downloaded that demo, remember, you had only a certain time frame to play. Mm-hmm. I think they just need to adopt that and just, like you said, trim, or like well, both of us said, trim it down to where once downloaded, you've got, and this changes per game, you got 30 minutes. If it's a shorter game where you can beat in three, four hours, yeah, you got 30 minutes to check this game out. Oh, look, it's some 70, 80 hour freaking RPG or whatever. You got your full five hours, six hours to get in there and really get 
you know, the feel of the characters and I'll go, oh man, I just love Jessica and Bob, you know, I, I can't, there's no way I can't know what this story's about. Boom, you go buy the game, you're loving it. Or you say, no, these idiots are all stereotypical characters. I, I've seen this a million times, I'm bored. And you're out. Whatever the case may be, obviously that's not what they want you to see, but that would be the way to do it. Take Resident Evil Village's time frames, which we've seen it happen, so we know it exists and know it can be done, and do that as your play trials. And then, of course, tailor it to, like you said, the indies, the bigger games, shorter games, whatever. And, and then that does leave the problem, though, where some games need to ramp up. But that would be up to then the developer to go, no, 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 uh, the first hour and a half ain't, you know, ain't what we want. But we don't want to include this in the play trials. Let's dedicate a team to get a little demo slice out there instead of a play trial yeah. so they can see what we what we want them to see for this game. So I think we're both in the same boat on that. Yeah. What about you out there in podcast listener land? What do you think? Do you like game trials? Do you not want a game trial? Do you still like demos? Do you want a 17-hour trial? Do you want a five-minute trial? Let us know via the email, thirdshiftme at gmail.com, on the Twitter machine at thirdshiftme, and find us on Facebook under Third Shift. You can find us over on that old Facebook. You can also find us on Patreon. We treat it like a old tip jar. Y'all know the deal. Going over there, you said, oh, man, Matt and Eric, God bless. They were just crying, saying they're not millionaires like some of these big streamers. I want to make that dream come true for them. I'm going to give them the million dollars. Boom. Then send a text. Stop crying. Open up the food line. Be miserable down in some southern state where you can open a food line. All right. I got to jump in since you mentioned the food line. I saw it on, <laughs> on Twitter or something the other day. Why does every place else in the country have cool like animal themed names for the grocery stores? We got food line. Obviously, we know Piggly Wiggly. That's a famous one, too. I was on like some coupon site or something. I don't even know. And I went, yeah, here at Food Lion, these other places, or like Great Eagle is the name of a, a supermarket chain. Why do we have Kroger and Meyer? I want to go to the Great Eagle. I want to go to the Food mm-hmm. Lion, except the they blocked us on Wiggly, Twitter, so I'd never go line. to Food Lion. I want to go to Raging Buffalo Supermarket. Where are these cool places? I mean, we have Apple Market. That's okay, but it's just named after a food. It's not some cool yeah. animal. Like, it's like Giant Eagle Market. I couldn't believe it. I went on their website. There's some place in Ohio. So you've probably gone down to them, goddammit. Mm-hmm. The Great Anaconda. You know what I mean? That'd be a great store. That's a different kind yeah. of store. That's out by oh, the lion. That's, that's out by the lion's den. That's, that's out, out by, by the, the other animal name okay. store that we have around here. So that's what it is. Michigan has stores of a different kind named after animals. <laughs> Instead, you see, you see, it's all just backwards. It's crazy. But you, so. but I, you can't say I went to the lion's den this weekend and have anybody not look at you askance. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I went to the food lion. Oh, cool. What'd you get? Now I went to the lion's den. Really, dude? No, right. I don't. You want to know what I got there? No, you don't. No, but I don't. But you do want to listen to the very next episode, which will be dropped. And throw and throw us a tip, or maybe the million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever floats your boat, everybody. Whatever floats your boat. So yes, do find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash thirdshiftme, and find the next episode on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Poppy, and on Spotify, and on YouTube. And yes, I am like six months behind on uploading on the YouTube, because it's weird, and it's different, and it's not as easy as putting it up on the podcast platforms, but maybe I'll catch up, or maybe I'll just put this one up there. Who knows? But as I always say, hey... If you like what we're doing and you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, a rating, a review, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services. Because it does help us out and we really do appreciate it. We do indeed. We thank you so very much. It's the Halloween time, folks.
You know, remember them five star stories? Maybe Matt's gonna have one this year. It's a Halloween. It's spooky times. Maybe it's gonna happen. It's probably not because, spoiler alert, Matt might be disappearing for a couple weeks soon. It's crazy. I'm gonna have a five star story about a five star cruise I went on, and I'll just be like, "Hey, it was great. I was on a boat. Don't you ever forget? (laughs) Don't you ever forget? I can't say it because it's three second rule, and we'll get get copyright stricken. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever, whatever floats your boat. Hey, those five star ratings. Maybe, maybe go out there and give a couple our way. Celebrate Halloween by putting five stars in your homeboy's eyes. You know what I mean? It's up to you. You do what you want to do. I'll be flipping burgers. You'll be at Jackson Street flipping copies. That's straight flipping copies. That's, what that's I'll be very doing. true. That's very sad. Although I did that today too. I didn't rub it in your face though. I made burgers today while you were Thank you. flipping copies. At work, flipping copies. Taking care of other people's jobs. It was on my Thank lunch you. hour, though. I so I, I was I wasn't slacking. I took my lunch hour and I made my burgers. So anyway, we're ending it on a downer note. No, we're not. I'm <laughs> no, saying, we're not. hey everybody we're out the there, mood. it's a great end of the show. It was a fantastic show. I got fired up. I felt weird, and then I, I just got all bent out. God damn it, Great Eagle Food Lion! I'm so mad at you. Am I gonna get blocked by Great Eagle I'm on Twitter you. now? Are we gonna get blocked? I'm gonna I'm gonna come up with something fancy. All right, I'm coming up with some anaconda. We're doing something with anaconda. It's happening. You know, you, I'm fired, you know I'm the kind of story people are gonna expect it to be. <laughs> I want you can't it to be a it. long story. It'll be like a long, weird story. It won't be like your general giant rectangle story. You know what I mean? It's gonna be different. It's gonna be cool. It'll be like Sam's Club or Costco, but it'll have to be like yeah, it'll go all around in a big loop. So yeah, the exit like coiled is, or something. The exit is still next to the entrance, but you have to go through a big long thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like yeah, it. Yeah, it'll be neat. It'll be so exotic and strange. You're gonna want to come see it and visit it. You know, come shop, buy your cigarettes from us over at the Anaconda or something or rather. Whenever I figure it out, don't need you, Food Lion. It'll be like IKEA, where at the halfway point we have to have like the cafe and stuff because you have to you have to still fuel up to make it all the way to the. Gotta exit. make sure to have like two or three restrooms along the way. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, and then the, the little dining center midway through. Oh, oh, and then the the employee access tunnels to go from one side to the other are underground, and that's. <laughs> Yes. Grates. So you see employees just popping up from these sewer grates. Because <laughs> otherwise, oh, clean up on aisle 73. Oh, well, crap, I got to go all the way around. No, you yeah, just yeah, I can't have that. Nope. Down you go with yep. your little mop and bucket running through the tunnel <laughs> like John McClane in Die Hard 2 with a little cart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, what a good star. That's, you know what? I like it. I like it, man. We got We got places to go with this one. I like it. Now, see, now I'm sad, though. I'm, I'm going to leave this in, too. Who cares? I was going to name the show She's Not a Bounty Hunter, but now this has been so great. It has to be called Anaconda. Or is it both? Or is it neither? What is, is it, it going to be? I don't know. She's not a bounty hunter because she can't kill an anaconda. You know, something like that, Matt. You got to be clever. You got to figure something out. Be Johnny, Johnny clever about it. I was going to say, but I that, can't say that because it has to be a quote from the episode, but now you said it, but that's not, it's not, it doesn't work. It doesn't, no. Maybe it'll be it'll be a slash. It'll be a, she can't be a bounty hunter slash anaconda. You're like, what the hell is both of this? And then what are they talking about? This sounds really weird, perverted. <laughs> so with that, before we get any further off the deep end, because I'm feeling, I'm getting them, I'm getting that we're getting crazy sweats. Yeah, starting nothing, to get weird. There's nothing else to say, but don't forget to say. Sit down.